0: Welcome to the Lords of Loud, we're four music fans from Australia who have turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. And on tonight's episode, we're talking about deep cuts. Ooh, these are songs. Now, the way I approached this was these are songs from uh, fairly popular bands, in my case, but songs that were not singles, were not ones that you might find on a you know a greatest hits LP or whatever. These are songs that uh, should have been. You know, in, in my opinion, or hopefully in our opinion, would have been, you know, on on greatest hits albums, but just just didn't find their way there. And and these are really good songs, but just uh, hidden away in deep cuts. So.
1: Um, well well the rest of us might determine why they weren't on right, the great exactly. six on the air like well, as, soon as I start playing something woof, you might go hey, oh, hey. we'll, we'll right. probably have to define it slightly
2: different because we usually sort of throw around the topic and everyone thinks sure. that what they do i mean yep. no 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 so no, think, no no i usually uh, i usually uh, define uh, the topic <laughs> and, and then, then you can not redefine upon no, this just, is why it's not that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean for me like like we're, we're in trouble straight away when we talk about you know well known artists okay. that's right you sure know, that's right i
0: should have said or in Kev's case, I'll have to explain nobody's who they ever are, heard of the answer.
2: Sure. But I mean to me it's almost like um The answer itself is a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> some sometimes it's um sometimes it's about a record or sorry, a song on an album that just is a really different proposition. Yes. Mm. yes. I got you know some of those. Yeah. All
0: right. Sure. <laughs> sure. If you want to define it. Kev's, you don't like
2: it, do you? I'm just gonna You'd go it. It. I'm yeah. gonna go with
0: it at this point. But before we get there, that's right. We're going to do the most important things. And uh, tonight, album of the week. I actually have an album of the week. And we're going to go back about nine years. Uh, way, way back to the 2011s. And this is an album by Good one bang. of my favourite bands, Fleet Foxes. And this is Helplessness Blues. Uh, their second, I think, full-length album from memory. Uh, and the great Great, great album. Really builds on what they did in their first album, uh, the self-titled album. And, you know, for anyone who hasn't heard of the Fleet Foxes, I hope everyone's heard of the Fleet Foxes, but they're sort of a folk, one of these sort of neo-folk bands. Uh, But on this album they bring a bit of sort of proggy, rocky, uh, artistic rock, Uh, certainly some prog rock on that, in particular on the track The Shrine and The Argument. Great track, probably my favourite track on the album, uh, but the whole album is fantastic, uh, including the the title track, Helplessness Blues, and um, another one I love on that is probably um, Montezuma, the the opening track. Really good album, really good album, really good track. So uh, do yourself a favour, go out and see that one.
1: So, so you're calling them? what Would you call them neo folk?
0: I call them neo folk. It's a, they're a folk. They're essentially a folk band. Like, yeah, you know, they're playing folk instrumentation, but in a modern. Uh, okay.
2: Doesn't mean
1: they glue in the dark.
2: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> not, neon. Yeah. Yeah. not neon. Yeah, not
1: right. neon. Neo, okay. yeah. Hmm. So, and, and opposed to some of the stuff that folk music that Alan listens to, yeah, which yeah, is no. sludge
3: folk. Yeah, sludge folk. not folk. <laughs> <laughs> nah.
0: No. So, Fleet foxes is all
3: acoustic. Tune, tune down to B. Nice. <laughs> oh,
0: no, so they're playing. They're playing essentially folk instruments, but doing it in a in a more like a kazoo, modern way. Not a kazoo, no. Yeah. Don't acoustic it. acoustic instrumentation for the most part.
2: Well, that's acoustic. Uh, they're blowing into every instrument, even though. That's some
0: really really creative sort of melodic genre. stuff here. Great lyrics, and yeah, sure, cool. Check yeah. it out. Helping it. blues by uh, Fleet Foxes. Great album. All right, and with that, on to tonight's sponsor, and we've got a real shocker tonight. No, 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 with no, sorry, well, a, a oof, great one tonight, oof, a great one tonight, and this is Barry Crocker's oh. uh, You're My World, uh, mm. as seen on TV, this is released on the J&B Records, yes. one of our favourite record labels here on the Lords. Uh-huh and he manages to cram 18 Golden Love songs onto this album.
3: Golden uh, Love.
0: You know it's a quality album when you flip it over and it's the same cover yes. on both sides of the mm-hmm. album. So they haven't even been bothered uh, well, to, and, sort of
1: B to create right, to, they ran two, two, ran two covers. A, they ran a tight graphic shop. Yeah, they could only afford...
3: That so it means it's got appeal in the middle, which way but, you look at the album.
1: Yeah. He he's got, some, Barry, he well, he's he got a he
3: got hair and like his Barry, face. Barry. Yeah, Barry Barry. And, and,
1: and let me just say, his face and that indoor plant. I mean, what more could you want? <laughs> it's On the front and the back. It's beautiful.
2: you my world. You know, just you know, speaking graphically, what I what I do find yeah. interesting is that Barry Crocker is taking up, let's say, maybe a quarter of that album yeah. in the back. Yeah. And the pop plant.
0: Yeah, it's taking up more than him. Yeah, <laughs> more realistic. Bang
2: in the middle. Yeah, as uh-huh. if, as if really. Yeah. The but plant
1: maybe. be Barry Crocker. croc. I love Barry's carnation. <laughs> yes, he's very carnation. On the sleeve It's here. a duet, actually. You get
0: a little bit of a glimpse of his hairy chest here on this. It's beautiful. He's it um, a
2: cultural acorn for anyone
0: who's not... you know, and b J&B, quality. They're, it's quality. just means quality. It means quality. You've mm. got... Uh, he does... What does he do here? He does The Way We Were. Oh. You know. Oh. Uh, beautiful dreamer. Uh, what else we got really How deep is your love?
2: Yes. Oh, Ooh, God. Not that deep. And then he goes... <laughs> And
0: then towards the end here he goes a bit of misty, so uh-huh. yeah. we've only just begun. Oh, oh he's, I mean, he's
2: doing a cover of "You Don't Bring Me Flowers" and that's evident on yeah. the album cover because he's only got a pop plant. <laughs> that's, that's, right. right. that's right, that's right, yeah, brilliant. And I should point what out of it, for one our, of his best for our,
0: albums our our overseas Barry. listeners,
2: yeah. uh, Ben, that, um, Barry Crocker is culturally important. Because very, it's,
0: it's a slang term in Australia. Barry yeah. Crocker means shocker. Means yeah. you've had a you've had, you've a, had a very bad mm. thing. So you say, "Oh, I've had a Barry. I've had a bad day."
2: And it's one of my favorite pieces yeah. of, you know, pop culture, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. uh, rhyming yeah. slang in Australia That's it. um very much, you know. Uh, it doesn't travel mm. around the world, but no. um, you can tell yeah. any Australian, "You've had a Barry." I've had a Barry. <laughs> <The> Scottish Barry. <accent. laughs> I've had a Barry <laughs> yeah,
0: part Crocker. in the back. <laughs>
2: It's called a Shocker
0: beer. of a Day,
1: yes. which so potentially means that that's uh, just eighteen yep. golden shockers, just right there that's for right. you. <laughs> it's amazing how that's many times in my life <laughs> it's uh, incredibly appropriate I'm mm. yeah. <laughs> Not having
2: to fake it. Yep.
0: So anyway, right. do yourself a favour, get down to your local record shop, and, and ask yourself for a copy of You're My World get to the back by of the Barry Crocker.
3: Look for the pop plant. <laughs> yeah. Look for the and pop tonight. plan on the front.
0: Ah, brilliant. So. Continuing on with tonight's episode, we have uh, deep cuts. So, who would like to kick us off with a deep cut? Well, what is a deep
2: cut? Have we defined that?
0: I've just nah. defined it. Kev's redefined it, but I just yeah. defined it. No, you can, so for so you, me, can re,
2: you can redefine it as you come okay. to that. It has to yeah. be
0: artists or bands that have... You know, these are songs that wouldn't normally find their way onto an artist's greatest hits album, mm. but mm-hmm. we feel they are better songs than what would normally appear on a
1: greater so yeah so so, so no if, you were, if you were saying you know you need to listen to band x right you uh, go but you've got to go beyond the hits here's this is awesome you've got to listen to this okay. this is this is showcasing
3: just something special i think well, i think you can yes something special some, or something a bit different sure. Sure. you go, well you've heard all of these other ones which are very much in the same mm. vein however uh-huh. Did Here's you know something. that they could do this as well? Sure,
0: absolutely. Sure. So, no. what do you got for sale? What have I got? Yeah. Oh, geez. Have you got anything? I do. He's got one song that finds right. his own deep. He's All got the deepest, deepest cut. It's deep purple,
3: with loving the deep. <laughs> <laughs> the first cut. Okay. Well, what do you got? What do you got? Well, this is, this is Katie Lang, uh, okay.
1: and it's off her Watershed oh, album,
3: shit. which I think I <laughs> okay, uh, obviously tell that uh, Ben's a big fan of Katie Lang. Um, um, it's no Fleet Foxes, you know. It's, she, a, it's no sludge folk. No, it's no sludge folk either. Yeah, um, again, so see, stick with it. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with so, you. So I think one of her last, uh, uh-huh. like, proper studio albums was Watershed, mm-hmm. which was I think maybe ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway, so this song is Sunday, um, and it's a little different for her. She's you know usually a little crap, <laughs> <laughs> not to Ben's taste um but a little how do you describe it because you're a fan as well mm. uh lord brett it's a little country uh, pop yeah, yeah maybe yeah um Tell you what, give us a hit give us a listen all right
4: Sunday.
0: So, how? What are you trying to prove here with
3: this one? So, with this one, when you listen to some of the other instrumentation that comes in, um, like the keys there, mm. it's it's not in the usual style at all. It's yeah. More, more jazz. Uh, yeah, more jazz loud, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, yeah. if she
3: did an album of stuff like this, it would be quite surprising. Yes. Uh, it's not in the usual style really? at all. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I chose it. it was. Yeah, good. Yeah. I okay. do like the song, but that's it's cool. also just because it's different to like she's not only ever done one thing, yeah, yeah. but mm. it's out of a range of things that she usually yeah. does. You're right, breath.
1: there's a nice little jazz influence there. Yeah,
3: and a little later, you know, the keys are yeah, yeah, solo yeah. and you know, it's very, mm. it's very jazz.
0: Cool. It's brief, just don't play Carrie Lang again.
2: <laughs> I have no idea.
3: are lost. I've
2: got a great idea. Let's go clockwise. Oh,
3: sure. Mm. Anti clockwise. Anti, sure.
1: Don't be negative. Depends which way you're looking <laughs> at it. <laughs> so, let's listen, currently so in on the, the vein window. of, of <laughs> jazz. Can you play the song called Melody? I can.
3: Who's this playing? I haven't play well, got my sight right.
2: jazz feel this is the stories
1: <laughs> yeah it is it the rolling stones we want a jazz mm-hmm. so,
0: yeah.
1: with billy preston oh ah. Preston's adding all the good stuff too, so.
0: <laughs> so what happens this up right?
1: this is black and blue 76. Okay. Yeah. This, uh, black and blue is an album where they're looking for a new guitarist because mick taylor just quit yeah. mm-hmm. So, can't, you don't much guitar, right? No, no, that's <laughs> right. It it's really is just a little bit of... It's <laughs> Billy Preston on But it's all Billy He's Preston over it. And, you, and Billy Preston doing backup vocals as well. It mm. mm. yeah. yeah. seems like a movie. I feel like I've seen somewhere.
0: Certainly different feel for them.
1: Not one I particularly like. But I appreciate it's a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, again, it's one of those things where you sort Something of go... Different. Like, okay, you know, they did disco, they did, you know, a whole bunch of things, they did country parody. Yeah. yeah. And you sort of go, oh, okay, no, this is really out there, this is, you know, and I don't mind, as a song, I don't mind it at all. Sure. Mm. Okay. Nice. There's a nice little horn line comes in later, but yeah, yeah so there you go, check that one out. All right. Perfect. For you.
0: So my first one is uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, and this is off uh, the Pendulum album. The song is Hideaway, and... Okay yeah just a fantastic song off that album it's a great album all up but this song off this album I just wonder why it never appears on any of their greatest hits compilations fantastic song so Al hit us with a bit of Hideaway Creedence Clearwater this
3: is fucking awful <laughs> well, that's why it's not a greatest hit yeah. well that's Creedence
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great vocal performance on this by um John Fogerty. and what's good
3: as I can
2: yeah it
0: should be it should be on all the grace itself it's, right.
1: um, yeah it's weird isn't it because it grace. because you went you know just on this list and you go well mm. it's in the pocket it's it's you know mm. it's not it's not like the crap that yeah it's
0: got that beautiful change into the chorus there and then beautiful song beautiful song so yeah that's that's my first entry. okay cool well, we'll let you have oh. yeah, well,
1: that <laughs> You know that sure. It's interesting knowing that because because at some point, you know, you can do a whole episode on um, uh, when the audience doesn't get it. Mm. Mm. I think there are, there are, you, you can pinpoint albums and sort of go, why didn't that mm. album or that song? Yeah, it's right in the pocket. It yeah. you know work because because in retrospect, you know, twenty years down the track, everyone goes, man, that's awesome. Mm. You mm. know, because every every major band would have that an, an album that tanked commercially until 20 years later when people say no 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 that that's a you know that's now in the top 100 you do, you, or whatever you
0: hear artists talk about that when they're you know, you, you hear them when they're writing songs etc they they often say yeah you don't know
1: yeah what's yeah. going to be a hit yeah
0: you might think some particular thing's going to be hit and, and whatever yeah. you've written it is that and you go, oh, when you've finished writing it you go, oh, oh yeah. that, this one could be the one yeah, yeah, but then something else takes off or yeah, vice yeah. versa, it's things that you think are great or, you know, nobody yeah, nobody cares about so,
2: yeah. yeah, it's interesting
1: There you go Kev, did you
0: have one? Ah, to... uh, yeah um, I've
2: got one on my um, I think I've got three down there I don't know which one's going to pop up first Let's <laughs> go with this one so I guess I've taken a different take on it as I see it. Says. Oh, great! Oh. Um, when I read what we were talking about with deep cuts, I kind of thought you we know, were getting at the idea of a song that just somehow sticks out from the rest, doesn't necessarily represent the album mm, mm, mm. Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the, the artist. Um, up to that point and this, this really just came out of nowhere in terms yeah, of man. it's not a million miles away as soon as Morrissey starts crooning on top of it you're sure. back into the smith's world and um, but this was just such an oddity you mm. know, it just mm. uh, this song sounds so modern mm. i'd say
0: like it sounds mm. like this wasn't you know, apart from his voice like you say that transports you back to that era if you're a Smiths fan but if you're to hear this as a as a young person even now it it still has such a modern feel just because of that guitar sound yeah the effects they have on that guitar sound Mm. is insane
2: (laughs) yeah and And i think that may be it It may be such a one-off it does it just feel Mm, but it feels so
0: present and so mm, contemporary like it doesn't feel like it was written
3: what now 30 plus years ago like i think this is one of the first Smiths songs that i heard yeah. So yeah, like yeah. to me I'm just going, Oh that's just a Smiths. Yeah. So yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That. It, bizarre. it does it doesn't okay. fit Brain's criteria. But when the you sense try to do no, no,
2: greatest hits. When you know, I didn't hear it on the objectively, hits, like it's just
0: it is incredibly modern sounding. Yeah. Like it does sound outside of everything else. Yeah. I think.
3: Like I ended up buying a Smiths Greatest Hits and went, Oh, oh. I don't like it. You know, mm. it's not like this song, yeah, right, yeah, or some right, of the other ones, yeah, is like, okay.
1: yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit yeah.
2: The same. I just yes. don't think there's many songs like this,
0: in no, the no, 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 song. no, no, I think curable. he was in
2: the studio, I think he played something on bass, in fact, that, that whole riff is yeah, it's yeah, on a yeah. bass, and um, whatever he's done to it, and it reminds me of the Mighty Bush, you know, when he, um, you know, boils it in a food processor, and then feeds it through an old slipper, and yeah, it yeah, comes yeah. this, um, but even
0: that even that chug there that he just that Mars doing on the guitar there mm-hmm. that little ch- ch- in the thing yeah, there yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's like radiohead that's like johnny greenwood in radio that's like the mm-hmm. radiohead you know freak There's
2: a bit of that a uh, creep Creeps sorry yeah, uh, yeah. thing you know well i've always thought that johnny mars genius was wasn't just and being musically gifted on these instruments. It was it was taste, it was knowing what oh. to put with
0: mm. with he's what a, else.
2: And these these three or four guitar lines that you hear no, he's a genius. front and centre yeah. are here because there's like that, a lot
0: more than that I four. love that line from Noel Gallagher who always says, you know, even Johnny Marr doesn't know how to play Johnny Marr. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that may be true. Because yeah. the other thing too is, it's a keyboard or something that that. I mean, yeah. That's that's oh. just so jarring that's as well. That that. It's such that a good song. Mm. Yeah. But again, you're right. It's that guitar. Set, just that effect, I'd love to know what, what the guitar, effect yeah. is because it's just. Oh, I mean, he's he's, he's, sounds, just, he's, he's on, on YouTube and he'll modern. explain it to
2: you. I mean, basically, mm. he's 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 taken a, a load of reverb and you know thrown it yeah. at yeah. bass.
0: Mm. Um, but it sounds like it could have been recorded yesterday.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it hasn't dated. No. No. Yeah.
2: To me though, if you if you stuck all of their first singles and then you just threw this on top, it still manages to sound like Smith mm. only by the musicianship level is yeah, there, yeah, and you know yeah. there's a straightforward drum and bass. But I just love, uh, I love certain things about this song, particularly the fact that it just stops.
1: Yes. And then the bass, yep. it,
2: mm. the ba- It's such a nice collection of sounds. They're able mm. to just stop it. The drums come back in. Yeah, the riff comes back in. The, the I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was a keyboard. I'm pretty sure he's playing that guitar. With that okay. big yeah, it's whew. like a those all come back in, yeah. and you're just enjoying how this thing is yeah. constructed again. Yeah. Um, and a deep cut in the sense that um, it just sticks out from the rest. Around that time, it was in their their second album that came mm. out with me as Murder," and yeah, you know yeah, all of those yeah. other tracks that yeah. they were putting out around that time. You imagine this sitting beside "Real Around the Fountain." Yeah,
1: you know, just yeah, a very
2: yeah. straight. Slow plot, you know, um,
3: guitar tracks. Yeah, that was.
1: Ah, that's lovely. Great
3: song. Al L to you. Right. So, this next one is it's a remix of an existing song, so it's not really a deep cut from an album. It's more just. Well, here's a version that you may not have heard before, uh, but like it was released as a proper, you know, we're going to do a film clip for this as well. Okay. uh, Type thing. And uh, the reason I chose it is because when I was looking at what a deep cut was for me, it was um, I found it hard to put myself in anyone else's shoes and imagine that they hadn't listened to an entire, entire album of something that I liked as well. Mm-hmm. So this one's Beastie Boys, um, "What You Want," so "What You Want," so "What You What You, what you Want." Um, <laughs> so, but like to me, I'm like, oh well, there's lots of unusual tracks on Mm. that album that i don't know if you could ever say to someone oh well you know the beastie boys Well, i bet you haven't heard this because if they've listened to anything from Mm. um from check your head onwards they'd probably go oh no they've done that Mm. you know yeah they've done that you know 70s instrumental they've done you know that rock you know slash punk thing Mm -hmm. um so i was like well just go for something that you guys may not have heard of
4: Okay, uh,
0: it's a, uh, it's a radio. Yeah. Yes, to me, that just sounds. And I haven't heard it because I haven't been over their arms in the detail that yeah obviously you have
3: it does sound to me just very familiar to what they're yeah well that's thing like they've kept all the vocals yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. but they put a different background hello <laughs> but then they've also got the guys from cypress hill to come in, mm. okay, and like the film blues, you know, has them in it yeah, as well. Good. as the like we actually went to the trouble. With yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah, sounds,
0: yeah. It sounds
2: good. Yeah. You know what? I'm instantly reminded of is um, Fun Loving Criminals.
0: Yeah yeah, sure. yeah,
2: yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Like, just, I, I reckon they held that and just went, "Oh, there's something yeah. in that," and went off and wrote. Yeah. So uh, I, I know they influenced
3: a lot of people, but um, yeah. oh yeah, it would not be hard to see that connection. I think. Mm. Ooh, so okay. here's where the uh, the Cypress Hill. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> And and I don't know if that was if Cypress Hill had done much before that, or whether it was like Beastie Boys giving them a, a hand up, yeah. mm. a leg up, or whatever. Well, what's um, the timeline here? Is this before? I think it was before. Uh, um, well, it may have been just before or around the same time as their first album which was not their big big one but okay cool adieu, so. nice what do you got Brett
1: alright go back to the list young man uh, yeah what do that's you want that, is that it that's it so what you what you what you want
2: Brett <laughs> 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 is
0: this is all stones tonight <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, I what you've done. I'm going through my Linda Ronsat yeah. page. This Good. is 1977, Last one. Linda mm-hmm. Ronsat. This is just, and the way I love about this song, uh, apart from the fact it's a Stone song, is she's just picked an awesome song. Now, Linda Ronsat doesn't write yeah. her own songs. She basically, she's a song interpreter, and she's just taken this song, you know, five years after it's been released, and bang, uh, it's
3: awesome. Yes. Isn't it amazing how closely some covers follow? On the
2: hills yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any much doubt that was
1: just going to be Mick Jagger stuff. no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I... But it's I, a deep cut. From I actually know it's not <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, But but I love how. So how is this a deep cut? Oh, because, because it's it's not uh, um, uh, her particular uh, style. I mean, she's she's generally um, uh, nice and and clean uh country mm-hmm. uh but this is you know this is edgier sort of A stuff raunchier mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Sure. But, but again i love how her voice just just fits right in yeah. there no, and she no, just really. sings it with enough sort of edge yeah. that yeah. you go yeah, I'm not offended. She's an incredible, artist. and it's not like they've changed the song so much no. to suit her voice. Yeah, yeah, that, as yeah we, away, we all yeah. sat there and just went, uh, uh-huh, yeah. okay, there we yeah. go." Yeah, and you're going, "Okay, so, so." It like the same song. At what point it's does she balanced. rock on stage with Mick and and, and yeah, you know yeah, yeah, sing a couple of verses yeah, and right. and wipe the floor with him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just love that. So. So. There you go. Cool. Great one. All right.
2: And thanks, Brett. You got
1: one. Now? So I'm.
0: My next one will be uh, the Kinks off the Everybody's in Showbiz album. Mm-hmm. And this particular song is Celluloid Heroes, of that album, which is a very, very good song. And again, just one that you will never see on a King's Greatest Hits or you know, any kind of compilation, but a fantastic song.
2: They had a lot of great album tracks. though. Oh, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, yeah, absolutely. If Ways doesn't to anything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think folk, you know, really do think of them as, you know, you really got me and mm. you know, those few hit sixty singles and, yeah. a, dreamer,
4: and a star. And in doesn't matter who you are. There are
0: stars in every city. Right, It's often uh, soundtracks in soundtracks that bring out some of these songs like like you said, Wes Anderson um you know yeah uh, Cameron Crowe's famous yeah. for bringing out sort of lesser tracks you know, to become mm. prominent features yeah, yeah, films, yeah. things like that so a good director or a good uh, uh, musical director will will often find yeah great
1: tracks to sort of bring out in a mm. Well, that's right. I mean, that's uh, every Quentin Tarantino movie does the same thing, right? Yeah. He yeah. just he's just he's his ability character. to go in he's and and, yeah, and really pluck like out like songs. pluck yeah. out a, you know something from obscurity and go, now look at this. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that the other day about you know um, favourite soundtracks and favourite
2: directors and how sometimes favourite directors really are the directors who have great taste of music yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you know right. the Coen yeah. brothers i would throw in as well exactly. you know yeah. you know they just ha- yeah. have that sort of catalog to just go mm-hmm. okay and here's the sounds palette for and this even someone like mm-hmm. adam sandler
0: you know in his earlier particularly in his earlier films he, he has a great palette for mm-hmm. for classic sort of rock songs mm-hmm. and, and classic stuff
2: all right speaking okay, of, of palettes up, <laughs> let's just see if you're ready for the, this i'm sure we're not <laughs> um yeah It's deep in, few senses of the word.
3: Seems a a bit Philip Glass at the moment. Yeah.
2: Who you got, Kev? This is um, Tindersticks. Hi. From their album, Tindersticks. Um, named after the band. And the song's called Tender Sticks? <laughs> <Like> electric <laughs> Tender Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Tender Sticks. are um, a song called The Not Knowing and there's the, a band that was known for playing a kind of a avant-garde um, kind of lounge club thing a bit like if Roxy Music had just stuck <laughs> around yeah. but been playing in a club um, Underneath the streets of London for 20-30 years and just <laughs> mm-hmm. done nothing but drink red wine and smoke cigars <laughs> The guy's voice, uh, Stuart Staples, absolutely incredible, baritone, you know, and able to give a lot of You know, He's the,
0: got a real Nick Cave about his voice, isn't
2: he? Yeah, to some extent. so the whole way, th- and, and that's a, that's a, another influence that mm. there is, there's a lot of um, you know, uh, I want to say um, upright bass and um, yeah. you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: jazz drums and um, yeah. piano. And so this is completely different to any of that at so all. Right? This is straight. This yeah. is so ballsy to go. No, no, no. I'm going to throw in a couple of woodwind instruments and that's all that happens in this song. Mm, and I don't no think this. Yeah, I think this is. You know, I'm yeah. hearing
2: French horns and things like that. Yeah, you yeah. Could be wrong, but it's only more. Um, you know, clarinites and a bit of brass, but um, like this beautiful baroque piece. Just at the end, mm. it. it's deep in the sense that it's um, against their style, but it's also twenty-one tracks into a twenty-one track album. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're just you just you wow. know they're, they're not shy of yeah, not giving yeah, yeah. you yeah. some giving you some music. Mm. And um, there's a certain you know you know again palette of instrumentation that happens the whole way through this first twenty, and then this just sweetly comes in at the end. Yeah. Wow! In That's why. That's there cool. Yeah. Al, what do you got for us? No, I got
0: nothing.
1: <laughs> you you got nothing. <laughs> You're deep to Yeah. Too deep. Went too deep too early. Okay, all right. Now, uh, the reason this is a deep cut is because I didn't know it existed until a couple of years ago. <laughs> okay. Well, that opens up a whole new crazy area. Yeah, it's so deep. But it's so deep that it wasn't released until 2016, even though he died in 94.
0: So, I'm assuming we're talking with Jeff Buckley here? Yeah. It's funny, you can just test from the guitar Mm, style you can get it straight away. Is this off My Sweetheart The Drunk or just something else?
1: This is a cover of uh, Just Like A Woman. Ah, Bob Dylan. and what what was this released on or happened? so 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 um, so in 92 he's playing in the Chine cafe and in, in New York and and the the music executives are lining up outside to see him mm. right and um, uh, uh, Sony Columbia signs him and they say well first step is let's just get you in to record your set mm. so, so they already recorded the one in the cafe, which you can, mm. which you heard, you know, and that was released a long time ago. Um, but then he comes in, and this is just him playing his set in a recording studio, right? So it's wow. just him and his Telecaster, wow. yeah. right?
0: So and
1: when, what was this? Was this released as an actual album? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so in 2016 they released this. Yeah, right. You know, they they okay. finally, and it, and it's a beautiful. Um, viewer uh, collection and you can hear some of the songs that eventually end up on grace but they're still sort of being formed mm. um but what's wild about it is you go back and you listen to the legacy album i've been playing in Chennai cafe and um and that's awesome you get to hear him you know mm. but then that it was a gamble to see could he then go into the studio and have the same amount of passion and whatever mm. and you listen to this Friends sort of stuff and you yeah. go wow Oh, um, so obviously cool. they, they listen to this and they because there's also Hallelujah which everyone yeah. knows now it, you know became this major song, mm. um, but but for someone who who had done very little recording, he mm. just goes straight to the recording studio, him microphone, guitar, lays down. Mm-hmm. There's I don't know twenty odd songs here or something like that, Pearl. and you know and then. And then they make him record Grace and bang. It's just like, Wow, how much yeah, yeah. talent has this guy got? Yes. And 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 what's lovely to hear is um uh, it's Bob Dylan? <laughs> <clears throat> well, what's lovely to hear is is how awesome his guitar playing is yeah mm. right. uh, uh, because it's just carry, him and the guitar carry the whole mm. no, yeah yeah there's no yeah. Um, dubbing, uh, and so everything you just under, mm. you, you understand he understands those songs because he's you know and again you go yeah, back to Sinead cool. in New York and he's just playing those songs over and over and over and over again so mm. he really knows them back, back to front excellent okay good
0: one alright so my next one is uh, I'm going to go with Elton John so this is a track off the Madman Across the Water album, and what year is that? Seventy, I want to say seventy-five. Okay, could be wrong. Don't che- be wrong, Ben. Let me check that while we play the song. But hang your head in the Essentially, this is yeah. So this is a, a great song called uh, Holiday Inn, and there's big big songs on this. Was obviously Tiny Dancer is on this album. Mm. Uh, you've got obviously the top track and Across the Water and some other classics on here but this is for me this is one of the best songs on the album so yeah, holiday last, in the down. some beautiful mandolin on. our hostess is handing the hot towels around from a terminal Seventy-one for those playing it's a ten-minute ride to the Holiday Inn boredom's a pastime that one soon
3: acquires. so this is
0: when he's first written on the back of him first hitting it in the U.S. doing doing those endless Mm. endless, uh, road tours staying at holiday it's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. yeah. one of the but beautifully summed up in this song like i yeah i can think of other bands who have sort of tried to capture that in a skin song but this is yeah. this is captures this that whole idea of just of traveling and, and yeah staying in hotels that that early days Yeah, you
2: know. it doesn't seem a million
1: miles off the stones. i was just weirdly, thinking yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, right. well, it's Stones episode. The instrumentation is this big thing, right? Mm. Because because you can, you know, they've got the mandolin mm. playing in there, and, and the acoustics sort of chorus are yeah, yeah, acoustics know? are up, and there's that. And you sort of go, Red. that's just obviously that lovely little point, at which which it just sounds so warm and and, mm. and it's always know. at the point
2: where, um, you know, Ellen John had that massive success in, in America. You know, they have talked about it a couple of times, and out of that, if you weren't around at the time or you're not, you know, a retro obsessive freak like yourself, no offense. <laughs> um, <laughs> then right. then you don't know about all these tracks, you know. Yeah, sure. yeah, and I mean. but you have in your you heart you feel like there's a musicianship there, mm. you know, and a talent and a depth for those albums that people must have, you know, connected yeah. with. But I can I so can hear whole... just like a little snippet of that and you go, Oh, that's yeah. that's just a beautiful piece of music. Yeah, yeah. Almost in a way, right, for me, mm. preferable to those well traded yeah, yeah. classic, yeah. yeah. all yeah. radio-friendly, and so here's the yeah. chorus. But I could here's do a whole the,
0: episode know. on just songs that you got. Yeah, you know, nobody would have heard of from his deep cuts. You know, which are yeah. way better songs than stuff that. Is the popular song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So so I think this, this In fact, I'll
1: probably do
2: that. Okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah just Thanks for it. bringing that up, Kev. <laughs> <a laughs> nice suggestion.
2: I'll
3: Let, let's do that. write that one down. Ben's 24-hour journey through Elton John. 24-hour. Back yeah, 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 yeah,
0: catalogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful.
3: I
2: think that's a, good, a, a great idea. Um, do you have another one there, Kev? Uh, I've got one more for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if Alan, but DJ Al, is going to be able to fire up um, a band that we've talked about maybe once tonight mm-hmm. Super Furry Animals from Wales
1: <laughs> yeah I'm sure um, we've talked about them well they're all deep cuts to me <laughs> yeah yeah. The, I could play anything by you <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
2: and I go oh really you know um, they
1: don't normally sound like this
2: you're gonna get that's it mate yeah that's yeah. it I haven't heard this for a while so let's just see how it pans out mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the connection i <laughs> yeah. Um. It's a deep cut in the sense that the reason the reason a B-side single twice. Yeah. <laughs> twice it's every Super Furry Animals fans favourite song. Really? Wow. Um, so it never would make, you know mm. I mean I'm not listening to the type of bands that have greatest hits albums in fact. But this is a, a very odd, very long song song called The Man Don't Give a Fuck About Anyone Else. Yeah. <laughs> um and it's based around a Steely Dan sample um, which I thought you would enjoy that little you know they don't Mm. give a fuck about it Um, and famously for a while they held a record of the most fucks in any song (laughs) (laughs) so you imagine you go along to Super Furry Animals show Mm. and they do a beautiful line in melodic um, groovy psychedelic Indie rock Song after song Just beautiful sounds Da da da
4: mm.
2: And then up come the decks <laughs> Up come the beats And this thing Cranks yeah, for as yeah. long as they want They improvise the hell out of it Some of the recordings Of them playing it live Go for 20 odd minutes wow. yeah, um, With the crescendo You know they don't give a fuck About anyone else <laughs> yeah. Just cranking Sure. So you spend yeah. the last 20 minutes of any sort performance piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for such a fan favourite. It's never actually been on an album, right? Yeah, It's yeah, only really ever wild. been a B-side single release. Nice. Um, well, but it, 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 it made it into that category because, yeah, it's tucked away in there in terms of, you know, what yeah, yeah, it was yeah, put yeah. out to the world. For sure. Um, but I think the... the The fact they released it as a B-side twice uh, (laughs) said something about how well it was going down at live shows Mm. um, and it just didn't kind of make it onto,
3: you know,
2: the official records that they put out. Um, And as I say, they're absolute bonkers, the band, (laughs) Um, you know, Furry Tanks and all the rest of it aside, um, to take a Steely Dan sample. And I think the real reason it was a B-side was because you couldn't get clearance for the sample, right. um, and then you know <laughs> they did. Like they and actually, that, you know It could, you know. Um, but yeah, I've been there. I've been in those shows where you listen to this gorgeous, melodic type of music that they put out in traditional senses. And then it just becomes a dance party at the end, <laughs> right. yep. and which was very, you know, if you think about the nineties, made a lot of sense. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. on certain chemicals enjoying the show, kind of waiting to dance. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah, not prepared yeah. to do it to <laughs> indie yeah. rock, but once these kind of like hard hitting beats come up at the end and you're you're chanting, uh, they don't give a fuck about anyone else. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, it's party time, and um, you
1: can do that until the lights go out.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, go up.
1: Sorry. Yeah. So so is that
2: both so
1: yeah, as it. the way the music changed um because i think the interesting thing you bring up there is the b-side was often where a band could be a bit more experimental right because it mm. didn't matter yeah right and so you know there's lead something out something yeah, different there yeah, are yeah. bands notorious for uh, uh their fans going man why was that a b-side yeah. why was mm. that why didn't it appear on the album yeah right well, yeah. oasis yeah. acquiescent was a b-side, yeah, yeah, right? yeah 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 exactly Hence the double A side concept. Yes, yeah. The
2: company just went. Wait a minute! No, 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 no That's yeah. not a B side. Yeah, After yeah, That's right.
1: And it's already out. So, so uh, have we lost that now? Because because bands don't think like that nowadays. Because it's about you release this song or this collection of songs. You don't, you have. don't, you can't, you can't stream a song that they don't really want you to hear because it's a little bit. You know, it's like hang on, oh. you know, it's a hidden track. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Do a shame If You, you don't
2: want to pare something down in that way. Uh, there isn't
1: really a kind of a. Yeah, <laughs> there's no sides to anything. Yeah, 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 Enjoyed that's music. right. Yeah, it, which is a shame that because you know in the old days it was we want you to listen to this one. and If you flip it over, who knows yeah, what you're going to yeah, get? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was
2: a great part of buying a single. Yeah. Yes, it? Yeah, it yes, yes, Take it yeah. Yeah. Home yeah. you yeah. Get over something and what, and what you want or you wouldn't expect. You didn't know what was going to
0: be on there. Like you were buying it because you knew the hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In those days, you didn't know what was on the other
2: side. You'd remember never. Would yeah. you wear if it was just an instrumental <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or like some sort
2: of like radio yeah. mix or something? Yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, there's there is a long history out there in the world of the B side. Yeah. You know that the B side that took over the world type of thing, mm. and yeah. sure you could uh, get to your worldwide webs and
1: people have covered yeah. that off. But again,
0: there's a whole other show in in what we've lost from physical. Yes
1: physical to, to that whole streaming
0: mm-hmm. Al did you think of anything yet no no, ah, good That's awesome. oh, <laughs> I was I'm out. thanks for contributing
1: yeah. I, I've done my three I've two songs
0: All I'm right. going to play one last song and I'm, I know we've heard it before um, but this is a song off the White Album Beatles and this is a deep cut because nobody again never appears on any greatest hits for the Beatles mm. and
3: possibly a good reason
0: one of George Harrison's <laughs> greatest songs and that is Long 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 oh.
3: But well, we've heard nothing. <laughs> Such a beautiful melody.
0: And I'll just add in there that it was George's oh, birthday. birthday. There you go. Recently, so it's a nice little time. Probably floating, floating above us right now. He is. He is. Kev. He's always in our hearts. I know. Great pink cloud. <laughs>
1: Claire Nine. Yeah.
4: Oh,
1: God. God. Oh, hey. That's a lovely song. Um yeah. uh and then it ends really weirdly, but it <laughs> <laughs> does. Does not weirdly, yeah. And it's, it's right. deep in the sense that it isn't,
2: you know, the Beatles did some weird things, that's for sure. Mm. But even this sounds a little like no other Beatles song of mm, yeah right. you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just a bit quieter. <laughs> you know? <laughs> quieter, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, into... it's really uh, restrained. It's a, beautiful, it's a quiet, mm, quiet a beautiful, song. beautiful song.
0: All right, and on that note, we'll end it there. Um, please, again, go onto our social media pages and tell us some of your favourite deep cuts from some of the artists you love. And thanks for listening, and please join us again on The Lords of Loud. don't forget to check out our website lordsofloud.com and also find us on Instagram and Facebook both at Lordsofloud. Thanks for listening.